Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Would you be the jerk for giving your vegan sister's kids barbecue chicken pizza? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for crashing my wife's birthday party and taking her home? My wife turned 30 this week. I'm 26-year-old male. We've always had a strong relationship and I love her so much. My wife has a best friend from childhood, Jimmy, 28-year-old male. I didn't know him that well, but this year we've gotten to know each other and have gotten close. He's my best bud and like an older brother to me in a lot of ways. My wife goes all out for my birthday parties and I love them. She's more of a stoic introvert. So I thought it would be nice to throw her a surprise 30th birthday with just her and me and make it a special event. I wanted to make her a gift she would love. Jimmy's an incredible artist and for the past two months I've been taking lessons from them. My wife was curious why I was spending so much time away from home with Jimmy, but I made vague excuses because I couldn't tell her I was making a gift for her. She made a couple of comments but never seemed upset. I told her a week before her birthday that I'd made plans with Jimmy. I have a job with flexible hours, so it's not uncommon for me to do it. She wasn't upset or anything. When her birthday came, it was all I could do not to say anything. When she left for work, I put my plan in action. I decorated the place, I brought out the cake, I learned from YouTube and stored it at our friend's house. I got a dozen bouquets of flowers, I got her a few other gifts too. She was supposed to come home at 5.30, but she didn't. I waited hours for her, but she didn't come home. I called Jimmy and he said he hadn't seen her. I called her and she didn't pick up. I checked her location and she was at a restaurant. I went to the restaurant and she was there with her friends. They were eating a birthday cake and she had presents. I never met these friends of hers before. I think they're from her work. She seemed sad. She wasn't smiling or energetic. I wanted to take her home and show her my gift so she would be happy. I came over to her and told her she had to come home. We grabbed her things and left and on the Uber back, she didn't say anything. At home, she started crying. She's been sleeping on the couch and she avoids me. My wife hasn't talked to Jimmy either. I told my mom and she called me a jerk. I don't know why, am I the jerk? OP is the jerk because they didn't do any of the surprise party planning right where they would ensure she would be there at the right time and they made everything look like they were just completely blowing their wife off and maybe even forgot that their birthday was even on that date. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to go to my brother's wedding because my stepson isn't invited? I, male 28, have been with my fiance, female 30, for a year and a half. I have a stepson, four, that I adore and treat as my own. My older brother's wedding is soon. I was intending on going, but after I found out that my stepson wasn't invited, we started having issues. My brother explained that it's the nature of the wedding they chose, which is child-free. But my fiancé was upset that this rule was forced on family as well. 
She got into arguments with my brother and his fiance and ended up deciding not to go to the wedding. As a result, I called my brother and told him I no longer wanted to come after what happened. He began arguing, saying my fiance is the one being unreasonable and now has convinced me to miss his wedding. I told him that this is just me supporting my family after the way he and his fiance treated them. His fiance said they don't owe us anything and that this is a wedding rule that applied to everyone. I said, fine then, I'm not coming. My brother is pissed. My parents are calling me unreasonable for being willing to miss my only sibling's wedding and basically let a woman I've only known for a year and a half drive a wedge between us. They said if I go through with this, then I might lose my brother, who's my support and comfort forever, and so much damage and hurt will come out of this. I stopped responding to them, but members of extended family are saying that me and my fiancé are creating the problem trying to control my brother's wedding. They, as people throwing the wedding, can have any wedding they want to decide and a child-free wedding is not an uncommon circumstance whether or not it applies to direct family or not. I think OP is actually enabling some attempted manipulation from his fiancé. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not making my son apologize to his mother-in-law after an argument? I, male 41, am married to my wife, female 37. I have two kids from my previous marriage, boy 15 and girl 13. I'm Jewish, as was my first wife before she passed. My current wife is not. We have no kids together. My kids have always gotten along with their stepmom and her family fairly well, until recently. Thanksgiving with my wife's family is a huge affair, and it's the only chance a lot of the family has to see each other during the year. My kids and I don't eat pork, but there's always options for us, or we bring something we specifically can eat, like vegetarian lasagna. Wednesday night I had dinner with my wife's parents at their place. I should mention that my wife is not very personally religious, although she attends services with her parents monthly. My parents-in-law are very, very conservative-style evangelicals. We mostly don't talk about our religious difference, although I once had to stop my mother-in-law from encouraging my daughter to be baptized. Everything was fine, until the end of the meal when my mother-in-law crossed her arms and said, See, we told you nothing bad would happen. I asked her what she meant. My mother-in-law said she had mixed bacon into one of the dishes a casserole to prove a point to us. I tried to ask very calmly why she would do something like that. My mother-in-law said it was to show that there was no point in following the Old Testament law anymore. I asked my father-in-law if he knew what she had done and he said yes. He seemed more uncomfortable but he talked a bit about how Christ came to free us from the Jewish law and that they wanted to show us how we could be freed from the law as well. He had worked as a pastor in the past. By this time, my daughter was crying and left the room. My wife got up and followed her. My son's been growing more observant as he gets older. He's more observant than me or my daughter. He flipped out. He screamed at my parent-in-laws that they were terrible people, called my mother-in-law some very nasty names, and said he never wanted to come back. My father-in-law started shouting back, and my mother-in-law started crying. I told my kids to get in the car, and then told my wife we were leaving. She told me she would stay at her parents so she could help with Thanksgiving prep the next morning. I was texting my wife on TG and she told me my son is not welcome to come until he apologizes for the things he called my mother-in-law. I told her that's ridiculous, but she's siding with her parents. I told my kids we would not be attending Thanksgiving. 
Instead, we ordered Chinese and watched movies. My son was fine with it, but I could tell my daughter was down. She missed out on seeing a lot of friends she has in my wife's family. My wife is still at her parents as of now. I should mention that I too am very angry at what happened, and what I feel is the disrespect shown to me and especially my kids. I'm torn on whether to encourage my son to apologize contingent on a mutual apology to us. Am I the jerk? I think a mutual apology here doesn't solve anything. I think a mutual apology is just giving them a pass for the awful things they did. The son would never have said any of those things if they didn't slip stuff into your food that you personally do not want to eat, that you did not give your consent to eat. Honestly, I would say double down. I don't think a mutual apology is the answer here. I think they need to apologize first. Don't give them an out for what they did. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my aunt just because her daughter is her rainbow baby doesn't mean she should act like a brat? So as most people know, Thanksgiving was recent for everyone in the US. It was also my, female 16, birthday. So besides Thanksgiving, we also had a whole birthday moment. My family celebrates Thanksgiving at my grandparents' house. One person being there is my aunt, female 30, and her daughter slash my cousin, female 8. My aunt had four miscarriages before her daughter was born. So when my cousin was born, my aunt made it a big deal, which is fine. But it's led her to spoil her daughter so much. And now she acts like a brat because of it. If my cousin doesn't get her way, she'll throw a fit. My cousin is also the last born of this generation of the family. So my aunt has made it a point that her daughter is the princess of the family and she should get all this attention because she's special. My whole family just lets her think that way because they know how hard it was for her to have those miscarriages, so her daughter is special to her. So as I was saying, yesterday was also a birthday celebration for me besides Thanksgiving. While most of my extended family members gave me money or gift cards for my birthday, my grandparents always give me actual gifts, so they were sitting out for me. My cousin started throwing a fit that nobody got a gift for her. So my aunt asked if my cousin could help me open my gifts. I agreed. Well, she got mad that it was nothing she liked and ended up throwing and breaking a new makeup plate I got. My aunt said that she didn't mean to but did agree to buy me a replacement one. Then it was cake time and everyone started singing me happy birthday. Cousin yelled no and blew out the candles as we were trying to move the cake further from her. She completely smashed my cake. By then I was upset. It's hard enough having a birthday on a holiday, but now I'm having it ruined by a bratty kid. My aunt started saying cousin didn't mean to and that she was still little, so I said she should know better. I get your daughter is special to you because of the miscarriages you had, but she isn't a baby anymore. Instead, she's a brat. So stop using the she's your special little rainbow baby as an excuse and learn to accept that you're raising a spoiled brat. My aunt instantly started crying and went upstairs. A few family members, not my parents or grandparents, called me a jerk and said I didn't have to be rude about it and that I completely ruined the holiday. Before OP went and completely ruined the holiday, how about anybody here take notice that their daughter completely ruined OP's birthday, which to be fair, isn't even fair to OP to have their birthday lumped into the Thanksgiving like this, regardless of when their birthday is. They should already understand that OP's already conceding like having a special solo birthday event, let alone having this 8 year old stomp all over it. 
I just gotta say happy belated birthday to OP and that they're definitely not the jerk in my eyes. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not gifting my nephew as nice a gift as his cousins because his parents are poor? Every Christmas, my husband C and I get gifts for all the kids in the family. C is a stay-at-home dad with no income. We're financially comfortable, not rich, because I'm a college graduate. C and his family are minority immigrants who mostly work labor jobs. This year, while holiday shopping, there were six kids total we needed to buy for. The gift we bought for D, 19, was above $100. We spend the most on him because we got custody of him at 15 and raised him. D will also buy gifts from my husband, our child, and I, around $40 each. There's a sibling group of kids, J who's 10, A who's 6, and M who's 2, who I bought gifts for. These gifts were all around $30 to $35 each. Their parents are both hardworking and always buy our daughter gifts for Christmas. There's also an only child, U, who's 6, who we spend $45 on because his parents buy us gifts as well and we'll be buying his parents around $50 each. This brings us to L, 12 years old. L and his family immigrated here to the US a few months ago. L doesn't have an easy life as he doesn't speak English and shares one bedroom with both his parents. L's mom doesn't work, so his dad works overtime, but they're hardly making it. While shopping, I picked out a really cheap $15 Lego set for L. I didn't want to get him nothing because that seems cruel. I know his parents don't have the money to give gifts back, so I don't plan to spend more. My husband wanted to add another few gifts to L's gift so that we're spending around the same on each kid. I told him I'd rather not because L's parents can't reciprocate it. My husband tells me we can afford more and L already has a tough year. He says that the extra $30 for a better gift would just be wasted on fast food. He says L would see his cousin's gifts and know that they're better gifts. I told my husband that L's mom should get a job and give him a nice Christmas then like J, A, and M's family. I also reminded him of how I'll be paying for and cooking food for the Christmas party that everyone will be attending and L and his family probably won't bring anything because they can't afford to. C looked hurt as if I was insinuating L didn't deserve a nice Christmas because his parents are poor. Every kid deserves a nice Christmas. I just don't think it's necessary to spend as much as the people who will actually be giving us gifts. C tells me that I don't know what it's like to be a poor immigrant and have people treat you the way I'm treating L. C wasn't angry but looked hurt. I know C was brought to the US as a child too and had a similar life to L. For the sake of peace, I bought the extra gifts for L so a total of around $35 for him. C still won't talk to me and I can't understand why. I spent the extra money and obviously don't expect anything else in return. Am I the jerk? I mean, it's not as severe as Scrooge, but I sure do think that it sounds like OP's trying to put themselves on the running for the next person for the Ghost of Christmas past, present, and future to pay a visit to. It's such weird, classist, Scrooge-like behavior to say oh because your parents are poor and they can't get me anything in return you deserve less when op says that every kid deserves a good christmas do they actually mean every kid that can afford it just really confusing and appalling behavior here it tells you plenty about the kind of person that op is when on christmas what they give is solely dependent on what they're getting back from that person on this christmas day what will i get out of Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. But is OP's mantra here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my daughter on Thanksgiving dinner and telling her mom she's insecure? I had my daughter when I was really young, and I've raised her since she was little when her mom gave her up. She's 14. Her mom reached out to me, asking for her to come with her, and with my daughter's okay, she went over. Second time she's met her. They invited me as well, but I wasn't interested in going, but my daughter didn't want to go alone. When we did go at first, everyone was inviting. Her grandparents welcomed my daughter quickly and started asking her questions, and at first it was okay. It's relevant to know that my kid isn't fat. She's not even overweight, period. There was a lot of people there, so there was a lot of food to eat. My daughter was making a plate when her mom came over, specifically to tell her to not put too many rolls on her plate. My reaction was, maybe they just needed to save some for the guests, and I had no idea what it was about. The second time was when her mom walked over again and made her put back food, told her that she didn't really need to eat so much and made her her plate, with actually very little and three out of the eleven things they had made. I pulled her aside and asked her if there was a reason she was doing this so I could inform my daughter, but she said no, of course not, they made plenty and she was just helping her because there was too much on the plate. I said that she usually eats it, and if wasted food was an issue, we will always take whatever she didn't eat home, and she eats it then. I was trying to be the most open-minded, and that this was just tone-deaf. When we sat down, my daughter ate everything on her plate, and her mom stopped her and said, no, don't go grab any more because she'll get more bloated. I told her to go get some if she'll finish it, and told her mom to not say stuff like that to my daughter, and don't make her try to worry about her weight. That's not a concern to anyone but her doctor. The last straw was when I went to the bathroom, and came out to see her trying to take my daughter's plate away and throw it out, telling her that she didn't need any more food, and to just listen when someone says stop eating. 
I walked over and grabbed both of our jackets and said, okay, let's go. Thanked everyone for the food. Her mom got mad that I was leaving and said that I was being overdramatic about this. I told my daughter to go to the car, and when she left, I said that she was so freaking ridiculous to tell that to a 14-year-old and just because she was overweight and just because she was overweight doesn't give her any darn right to project her insecurities onto my kid. She ignored that and said that I can't get it into my head that it's our kid. I said that the fact that she just ignored me telling her she's hurting her kid shows me she isn't ready to have her in her life. I'm told that leaving like that was wrong and bringing up her weight was a low blow and that I should have just clarified to my daughter it was okay to eat it. I don't think OP's in the wrong here. OP already had clarified I think twice that it was okay to eat that stuff. Is it OP's responsibility to constantly bat the mom away like there's some kind of fruit fly? At what point does it become justifiable to say, hey, you're being an absolute jerk? Whatever the group mind is thinking, OP is definitely not the jerk here. And I appreciate what OP is doing because it's very easy for people that age to hear all these things about eating negatively and weight and develop into something serious. Our next story is, am I the jerk for going home because of my sister's dog being at Thanksgiving? I'll, female 33, preface this with, I don't like dogs. My sister, female 29, has a dog that she says her world revolves around, which is fine. She can do her thing, I just have an issue when it affects me. It's a breed that sheds a lot, like regularly has dog hair on her clothes. I don't eat food at or from my sister's house. I've found dog hair in her cooking before, so I gently pass on her dishes. Privately, I've told my mom that I don't like her dog around food, and I won't eat my sister's dishes. We were supposed to have Thanksgiving at my parents' house. Neither my sister or I live at our parents' anymore. I arrive a little early to offer to help, and see my sister was already there. Well, I walk in and see my sister's dog is at my mom's house. I've never been at my mom's house when my sister's dog is there. Well, I also found out my sister had been there all day helping my mom cook. Apparently, she had offered a few days earlier and my mom accepted. I didn't know this was happening. Next thing I know, the dog is trotting through the kitchen. This whole situation was too much and I told them I wouldn't be eating this food. They ask why. I tell them why. My sister says I'm blowing things out of proportion. Mentions lots of people eat food prepared where dogs are nearby. I tell her I'm not one of those people. I just decide to go home. I leave the pies I made and ended up ordering Chinese. When dinner was supposed to happen, my phone was blowing up and I was told I should have just dealt with it by multiple family members. So am I the jerk? I've been around dogs all my life. You can always try your best to try to make sure the dogs are A, properly groomed, your house is well taken care of, but at the same time, inevitably, you're going to find a dog hair here or there, or, you know, it'll float through the air and land in the food. I think the real problem here is it sounds like OP's sister isn't taking very good care of the dog or cleanliness. I mean, to find dog hairs in the food time and time again, there's a lack of caring, I think, that goes into that. So I don't blame OP. Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I didn't make my son give away his Xbox? I, female 30s, have a son Owen, male 16. Three years ago, my husband and I bought Owen an Xbox One for Christmas. 
Owen's recently gotten bored of the games on his Xbox and hasn't played it at all for the past 5 months. He's been talking about selling it and buying a Nintendo Switch instead. He would pay the difference and buy games with his own money. Owen has a Saturday job. Here's the problem. Owen mentioned it in front of my younger brother Jason, male, 30s. Now Jason's been messaging me, talking about how his son Alex, male 13, would love to have an Xbox One, and said that Owen should gift it to him. Jason and his wife aren't doing too well financially, and there's no way they could afford to buy Alex an Xbox themselves. I told Jason that would be very nice, but said that Owen plans to sell the Xbox, so that he can buy himself a Nintendo Switch. Jason said that I should make Owen gifted to his cousin instead. I argued that it's Owen's Xbox, and he can do what he wants with it. Jason told me that me and my husband bought the Xbox, so that's not an excuse, and that I'm just trying to avoid doing the right thing. He accused me of being selfish and having a teenage attitude, and said I should make Owen give away his Xbox. He went off about how I need to teach my son that life is about giving, not just receiving, and that I'd set a bad example if I didn't. I know I'm within my rights to just tell Jason to forget about it or piss off, but I just want to know if that would make me a jerk. I haven't talked about it to Owen yet because I don't want him to feel pressured to feel a certain way about it. There's a lot of emotional manipulation going on here. I think OP is not the jerk, and if Owen wants to sell their Xbox and get a Nintendo Switch, I think you should encourage that because I think it's a nice skill to pick up on learning how to sell your own stuff. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not actively hiding a pizza and not warning my nephew and niece about the pizza when they had some? So I'd been looking after my nephew and niece, my sister's two children. The nephew is 10 years old and the niece is 9. Their school had to close unexpectedly for two days due to maintenance problems, and they spent both of those days under my supervision whilst she was at work. My sister and the kid's dad split up, and he now lives and works in a different country. My sister is vegan and quite a militant one and all, always badgering my mom and I about eating non-vegan food in our own homes, even when she isn't there, returning toys I've bought my nephew and niece for birthdays and Christmas, etc., She'll give her children the choice on whether or not to become fully vegan when they're a little bit older. Note, her children are not 100% vegan yet. She's alright with non-vegan food being given to them when they go around friends' houses and friends' birthday parties. Day 1, my sister had packed a vegan lunch for the kids to eat whilst at mine, which the children absolutely detested. They both didn't eat all of the food, and my sister blamed me over it. I think they'd seen some chocolate that I had and got a bit upset. I know that the children have been picked on at school over the vegan foods that their mom packs for them, and they want to try things that the other children have. Day 2, the sister was in a rush and couldn't make her kids anything. Lunchtime comes around, and I'm emptying my freezer before I do a big food shop. So I put two pizzas on, a barbecue chicken pizza and a cheese pizza. The plan was to give them the cheese pizza. If I give my sister non-vegan food, but vegetarian suitable food, she doesn't get as upset. And I would pick at the barbecue chicken pizza, the barbecue chicken pizza was quite big, and not offer it to the kids. But if the kids did have a few slices of that pizza, then I wouldn't stop them. They have been and will be given the choice. Both of the kids did end up taking a couple of slices of the barbecue chicken pizza. Sister asks what the kids had eaten. The kid seemed quite chipper when she came to collect them. They told her what they'd eaten, and she asks to see me inside the house. 
She blows her lid at me that the kid should have known about the dangers of meat on barbecue chicken pizza first and that they should have had controlled permission before having a slice, whatever that means. I mentioned that the kids aren't 100% vegan and have similar foods to the barbecue chicken pizza when they go to friends' birthday parties. She storms off saying that I was rude about leaving the pizza open and indirectly calls me a danger on the family group chat as if I was letting her kids stick forks and plug sockets rather than letting them eat a bit of pizza. She's the youngest, so a few family members take her side by default. They're not vegan either, and they're giving me jip for it. What do you think? I think it's a bit of a dilemma because I think as a parent they do have a right to say what the kids can and can't have. But man, these kids sound like they hate anything that she's trying to provide for them and they don't want to stick to that vegan diet. I think the bottom line, considering the kids aren't even 100% vegan and they're not subscribing to that, the sister should kind of maybe just shut up and accept that they got two free days of childcare. Maybe next time, unless the mom makes sure to provide all the food that these kids are going to eat, OP should turn down looking after the kids. I'm assuming for free. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that she acted inappropriately and that she should apologize to my ex? I, male 29, have a girlfriend Lily, female 26. Lily and I have been dating for around 8 months. I have a daughter Alice, female 7, whose mother is my ex-fiance Rachel, female 29. Our relationship ended for multiple complicated reasons which I won't get into. It mainly boiled down to us simply not being romantically compatible. Rachel and I are on good terms. We had a few petty disagreements in the beginning, but we've been able to co-parent really well. Lily never really had an issue with me being a single dad, and she interacts really well with Alice. However, recently, I think Lily really overstepped and acted inappropriately. Last week, Alice's school had a fair. There were games, prizes, food, and music. Alice is in her school's dance club, which was doing a performance towards the end of the fair. I talked to Rachel about the event, and we agreed that I would take Alice to the fair, and Rachel would meet up with us at the event, then take Alice back to her home. Lily insisted on accompanying me and Alice to the fair, and I didn't see a reason as to why she couldn't come along. However, Rachel didn't meet us when she agreed to. I tried to call her a few times, but she wasn't answering. Lily seemed a lot more annoyed about it than I was, and went on about how Rachel shouldn't be late and that she needs to prioritize her time better. I told Lily she's probably just stuck in traffic or something and that it's no big deal. Rachel ended up being two hours late and didn't arrive until after the dance performance. She said that her boss made her stay behind past the time she was supposed to finish and was really apologetic. Rachel's normally not late. I will admit that Alice was pretty disappointed, but these things happen. Lily was fuming angry and confronted Rachel in front of Alice. She accused Rachel of not caring about her child and being hopelessly disorganized. Lily told Rachel that her own mother was like her and that she hates her for it. I tried to calm Lily down and prevent an argument, but Rachel started yelling at Lily and said that she has no right to criticize her and that she's not Alice's parent. They got into a screaming match and caused a huge scene. Alice started crying and Rachel eventually took Alice to her car and left. I took Lily home, but I was really angry with her. 
I talked to Lily the next day when she was more calm and told her that she majorly overstepped her bounds and that she owes Rachel an apology. Lily seemed surprised that I'd say that and said that Rachel was blatantly in the wrong and that she should have been more organized and prioritized her child. I told Lily that that doesn't matter and that she behaved inappropriately. Lily was really mad that I didn't take her side and has been very cold towards me. I think this is honestly a simple thing of crap happens. It's not like Rachel intentionally tried to set something up where her boss is going to hold her back. I wouldn't assume that Rachel was intentionally pretending to stay back to miss this event. Not only do I agree with Rachel that it's not her place to point that stuff out, doing so in front of a kid too, really inappropriate. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.